Hello, word nerds, and all of you other word birds and word turds. Welcome to the dictionary. This is Spencer. I am going to read some words to you. The first word is, well, it's two words, church mode. Two words, noun, from circa 1864. One of eight scales prevalent in medieval music, each utilizing a different pattern of intervals and beginning on a different tone. Now, would these be the typical uh, scales modes that we're aware of? There's major and minor and mixolydian and aeolian and other ones. Are those all considered church modes? Or are did the medieval music have different modes? I am going to have to look into this because I find that interesting and confusing. Um, okay, next is Church of England. Three words, the C and the E in Church and England are capitalized. This is from 1534, the established Episcopal Church of England. Next is Church Register. Two words, noun from 1606, a parish register of baptisms, marriages, and deaths. You gotta register all the things, all the goings-on in the church community. Next is church school, two words, noun from 1862. One, a school providing a general education but supported by a particular church in contrast to a public school or a non-denominational private school. Two, an organization of officers, teachers, and pupils for purposes of moral and religious education under the supervision of a local church. I know a lot of people who went to Catholic Church. I think that's probably the most common type of church school, although I'm sure that there are other kinds. Uh, And uh, they they were taught by nuns, and they would sometimes get the ruler. Uh, Maybe not as much these days, but uh, probably still a little bit. And, uh, you know, they they had to learn about general education plus religious stuff. So, you know... If you, if you want to do that, that's cool. Next is Church Slavonic. Two words. Uh, first letters are both capitalized. N- Did I say first letters? First words? I don't know. Noun from 1853. Any of several Slavic literary and liturgical languages that continue Old Church Slavonic, but vary regionally under influence and vernacular languages. Called also Church Slavic. Slavonic or Slavic. Next is Church Warden, one word, noun from the 15th century. One, one of two lay parish officers in Anglican churches with responsibility, especially for parish property and alms. Two, a long-stemmed clay pipe. I was not aware of that. I was not prepared for that change. Uh, so why why is this clay pipe, clay pipe called a church warden? Did the church wardens often smoke a clay pipe? What's going on here? Next is church woman. In the last episode, we had church man or churchman. Now we got church woman, noun from 1681. A woman who is a member of a church. And we can call them church people. Next is churchy. Adjective from 1843, one, marked by strict conformity or zealous adherence to the forms or beliefs of a church. Two, of or suggestive of a church or church services. Uh, I feel like between this one and the last one, church woman, uh, I got to mention church, 
oh boy, now I, is it Church Lady? I think it was Church Lady from Saturday Night Live, played by Dana Carvey. Well, isn't that special? And then, of course, she does a great face, uh, which I can't, I can't reproduce on a podcast because you can't see it, but oh, I, I had so many laughs at Church Lady. Uh, okay, where were we? Churl, noun from before the 12th century. One, the synonym is, I think it was also pronounced churl or chorl, uh, but it is spelled C-E-O-R-L. Number two, a medieval peasant. Three, the synonyms are rustic and countryman. 4A, a rude, ill-bred person. Ill-bred makes me think that they were... Well, we won't get into that. 4B, a stingy, morose person. Churl could be so many different things. Uh, so, you know, you gotta got to figure out the context. Uh, let's see. This is from Old English, Churl. That's the one that's spelled C-E-O-R-L. That means man or churl. <laughs> churl means churl. Akin to the Old Norse, Karl, K-A-R-L, uh, which means man or husband. I think we... I think we had a similar etymology when we read that word. Next is churlish, adjective from before the 12th century. So I would think that somebody, if they're churlish, they're being they're being like a medieval peasant, they're being rustic, they're being a rude, ill-bred person, they're being stingy or morose. Let's let's actually read it. Uh, number one, of resembling or characteristic of a churl. And then the synonym is vulgar. Two. Marked by a lack of civility or graciousness. Synonym is surly. You know, these are very subjective. Number three, difficult to work with or deal with. Uh, synonym is intractable, as in churlish soil. Churlish soil, that's hard to say. And then another synonym is the word boorish, B-O-O-R. I think we saw that in one or two episodes ago. Boor. Um, churlishly is an adverb, and churlishness is a noun. Uh, okay, next we have churn, first form noun from before the 12th century. Yes, people have been churning things for a long time. A vessel for making butter in which milk or cream is agitated in order to separate the oily globules from the watery medium. Uh, I just love that they use the word agitated the milk or the cream is being so agitated. Can you can you stop the what are they what are they can you stop churning me? It's very it's really agitating. Uh, this is from Middle English churn with a Y from Old English also with a Y but no H akin to the Old Norse. Uh, how do you say this word? Kajarni. That means to churn. That was with a K J at the beginning. Kajarni. Uh, so you have the thing that you. Put the stuff in, it's called a churn. I think we've seen pictures and video of people doing this. Usually we think of the Amish, but lots of people have been doing it. How, how else are they going to make milk or cream without machines and factories? You got to do it by hand. Um, so then, the next word is the second form of churn. This is the verb form. They got they, This is the thing that they do. Uh, this is from the 15th century, uh, which is interesting because the other one was from the 12th century or before. Is it just transitive? I think it... Nope, it's also intransitive. So starting with transitive, one, to agitate in a churn in order to make butter. And of course, uh, the examples are milk and cream. That, that's what you're agitating. Number two, A, to stir or agitate violently. 
as in an old stern wheeler churning the muddy river. By the way, has anybody ever put like a GoPro inside of one of these to see what's actually happening? I think we need to do that. If I find an example of that, I will I will share that. But man, what what is happening in inside there? Lots of agitation. Uh, to be to make as foam by so doing. So that would be the stirring or the agitating violently. You're making foam or some other thing like that. Uh, number three, to to make to make excessively active by frequent purchases and sales, primarily in order to generate commissions. And the example of what you are making is the account of a client. You're churning, I guess if you're like, ah, I'm churning it out, I'm doing this fast and I'm doing that fast, you're churning them out. Uh, Now we have intransitive definitions. One, to work a churn. Two A, to produce, proceed with, or experience violent motion or agitation. As in, her stomach was churning. Also as in, churning legs. How, how can your legs be churning? Uh, no, 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 number to be. To proceed by or as if by means of rotating members. Uh, as in, oh, the examples of members are wheels and propellers. Why are they called? Oh, rotating of rotating members? I guess they're called rotating members. Weird. Uh, as in, the example, boats churning across the harbor. Next is churn out. Two words. This is a a transitive verb from 1876. To produce mechanically or copiously. Uh, The synonym is grind out. As in, the usual pap which has churned out... No, the usual pap which has been churned out about this superstar. That is a quote from W.S. Murphy. Now, what is the usual pap? When was this quote made? I think it's old. Uh, the usual pap which has been churned out about this superstar. So somebody, there's some superstar and lots of pap was created about that superstar. Okay, our last word, it is, I think you'd just say chur or chair, probably chur, C-H-U-R-R. This is an intransitive verb from 1555 to make a vibrant or whirring noise like that made by some insects or some birds. And the example of the insect is a cockchafer, which we uh, just mentioned one or two episodes ago. I can't remember where. And then the example of the bird would be the partridge. Oh, we had partridge recently, too. Can I find this? No, I can't take time to look for that. Uh, interesting. So they, they make sounds, and you can say oh, they're churring. Churring, churring. And then chur is also a noun. That would be the thing that they are doing. So, the words today were church mode, church of England, church register, church school, church Slavonic, church warden, church woman, churchy, churchyard, churl, churlish, churn, churn out, and churr. Well, I think I I shall just pick churn as the word of the episode because it has so many different definitions. Not so many, it has a few, but it can be different things. Uh... Churn, churn, we're spinning and churning. The wheels are churning and it makes my stomach churn. Uh, Yep, that was perfectly something. Okay, so the holidays for today, July 6th, National Fried Chicken Day in the U.S. In the Czech Republic, it is Janhus Day. 
It's also National Fried Chicken Day in Canada. Maybe I can find a place that has some vegan fried chicken, because I would like that. In Lithuania, it is Statehood Day. In Finland, it is Celebration of Poetry and Summer. Also, Birthday of the Poet Aino Leno. I don't know how to say that person's name. Aino Leno? Ino Lino? Aino Laino? Somebody please tell me. In Belarus, it is Kupal? Kupal? It's the first day of that. In Spain, it is Saint Fermin for Fermin. In Peru, it is Teacher's Day. What else? In the Cayman Islands, it is Constitution Day. In Kazakhstan, it is Day of the Capital. It is Independence Day in Comoros. Uh, Also Independence Day in Malawi. In Poland, Russia, Belarus, and Ukraine, it is Kupala Night. So that's probably similar to that other one I read. It is Statehood Day in Lithuania. It is, um, it says this is informally, informally, formally, how do you say that word? Informally, informally observed, it is International Kissing Day, but you have to be very informal about it. You can't just go kissing everybody, or can you? No, you can't. You need consent. Um, I forgot to mention a couple of days ago, we started a week, a fun week. It is Be Nice to Jersey Week. I'm assuming that's New Jersey, so go be nice to New Jersey. But you can be mean to it all the other weeks of the year. Uh, And then what other things do we have on today? We already read them. It's International Kissing Day and National Fried Chicken Day. Uh, If you want, you can kiss your fried chicken. Uh, All right, that's going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye to you.